0: your big book your pen your highlighter and notepad and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the big book of alcoholics anonymous through the experience strength and hope of nikki m to have a question addressed in a future episode of noodle it out with nikki please send an email to noodle at gmail.com and nikki is spelled with two k's to get a more interactive experience with nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the big book of alcoholics anonymous you can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at nine o'clock Eastern time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all. My name is Justin B., and I am a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a qualifying addict of multiple fellowships, living in the miracle of recovery. And I'm here with the intelligent agent, spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation, and my co-host, Nikki M. Nikki, it's been a while since we've been able to sit down like this as you've been uh, out of the country and everything, but how are you doing?
1: Well, that's a that's a fully loaded question today. Um God is definitely throwing a little bit of trouble or the world I should say is throwing a little bit of trouble at me which gives me an opportunity to cheerfully which is thank you God capitalize on it. I live in Toronto, Canada and I've been as you said in Europe at my boyfriend's in Luxembourg, but it's colder here and my furnace isn't working today. So you can imagine I've got cold little toes and a couple things I woke up to aren't going my way. But mm-hmm. I'm remembering what page 133 says that when trouble comes, if trouble comes, I'm to cheerfully capitalize, thank you, God, because it gives me an opportunity basically to practice these principles. Because I'm not practicing them, Justin, when things are going well. I'm just enjoying life. It's mm-hmm. when trouble comes that I really have to like, you know, start really being mindful of my words, my actions, and my thoughts. So I'm excited. I'm just excited to be back into my routine. That's bottom line.
0: Yeah, well, I'm happy you're back. And it's a bummer you're dealing with furnaces and other other things, but that is life, and we throw ourselves more into it as, as that happens. So uh, thanks for sharing that. All right, let me do a little bit more introductory reading, and uh, we'll get into our question for today here in just a minute. So um, I'm Justin. Once again, I'm the steward of this RICO-12 family of recovery resources. Among those are the RICO-12 weekly speaker meeting podcast we do every Friday, the Rico 12 Shares podcast, a few other projects that are in the making, um, including the Big Book Roundtable, not in the making, but in the process. And we've got that going, Big Book Roundtable. And uh, you know one of the things that uh, we focus on with Rico 12 is that we deal with the commonality of all addictions and afflictions, as well as the common solution that can work for virtually everyone. We subscribe to the idea in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous that Quote, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. We also have the goal of reducing or eliminating the stigma of shame that accompanies addictions of all kinds. We hope to educate many so that they can understand that addiction is a disease that can be treated and from which a person can live a happy, joyous, free, and productive life if they follow a a few simple but not easy directions. Rico12 is a self-supporting service and appreciates donations to help us continue to share this message of hope with as many as can have the opportunity to hear it. You can get that information in the show notes of the podcast. Um, We're happy and grateful for any donations. So this project called Noodle It Out with Nikki M. is an exercise and deep dive into finding solutions to questions, issues, and things we encounter in everyday life in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We will bring a couple of questions from our own lives, from the lives of people we work with in recovery, from the uh, Noodle It Out with Nikki uh, WhatsApp chat, from the Noodle It Out with Nikki uh, meeting that happens every Monday morning. And we'll just bring those questions here and learn solutions from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So everybody get your big book out, get a pen and paper ready, get ready to run through the big book and make some notes today. Uh, Nikki and I are going to address a uh, uh, a question that keeps coming up over and over in our lives and in the chat and in the meetings and everywhere else that I seem to be going. This this is just a question that keeps coming up. And I'm just going to kind of read this question um, here. Well, I'm just going to post it here or pose it here to you, Nikki. Now about sex. Many of us needed an overhaul there. Talk to me about sex and the problem of sex, Nikki, in recovery. Oh, you're on mute.
1: There we go. My fingers can't find it. I've, I've been away from doing this recording, so here we are. Um, you started off on page 68, now about sex. And we could really be here for days, weeks, years, because our book, does say on page 164 that, um, more will be disclosed to us. Or if you hear it in the rooms, people will say, uh, more will be revealed. So it's, it's, it's here, but let's talk about it because that is, you know, and sex, I want everyone, you know, it says now about sex. How about on your book on page 68 now about lust now about love now about fantasy now about pornography now about anything and everything that has to do with relationships. Because it's not just, you know, sexual relationships, it's all relationships. And yeah, we do need an overhauling because what does it say previous? We read this in the doctor's opinion. I think it's XV, XXVIII, which is, you know, our addict life is the only normal one. It says we, the sensation, see, we, men and women, And people out there, we have sex, make love, act out lustful because we like the effect produced by this behavior. And that's my experience, Justin. I mean, let's get honest as, as, uh, you know, one of our, uh, our fellows, Cameron F says, the energy of sex and eating, those two powerful entities of your stomach and that that region there, those are the two most powerful forces. And, if, and I've heard our friend David G say, if it's just so easy, we'd stop doing it. It's not that easy just to stop, just to stop. Because the sensation is so elusive. We don't even know what's happening. And that even though we know it's going to injure us, we cannot differentiate between the true and the false. To us, Our sex life, our old sexual behaviors, our old sexual thoughts. See, a lot of us have grown up, we've been programmed that this is normal behavior. And remember, we have to come in here and sweep away all our old ideals. All our we must be grounded in new ideals, is what the book says. So, you know, and I love on page 69 it says. Because they'll say, sponsor, what do you think? What should I do? You shouldn't date anyone for a year, says the sponsor. Don't, you know, don't, don't do that. Don't take anyone's number. Well, where does it say that in the book? It says right here, we want to stay out of this controversy. Which one? We do not want to be the arbiter of anyone's sex, love, relationship, conduct. So how do we help our sponsees? How do we help our fellows, people on our God Squad in the rooms? I always go to page 102. See, my job is to be helpful. And that's that's a black and white question. Is it helpful? Is it helpful for you to date somebody when you've just discovered what a 12-step program is? Yes or no? Is it helpful for you to watch porn when you are addicted to porn? Is it helpful for you to go there, do this? Is it helpful? Yes or no? And then it's not a yeah, but, maybe, kind of, sort of, Nikki, I don't know. If you don't know, the exact instruction says, pause, you're agitated. (laughs) So make sure you take your sponsor to that page on page 87. I don't know what to do. Nikki, I don't know. I met this new person. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do means pause. And then roll even deeper. Why don't you pause, which it says on page 119, and count your blessings. Let's start obsessing about your blessings because you don't know what to do, and you don't know if it's helpful or not. So why don't we pause now before you do anything? This is a twelve-step program. Are you working all twelve steps? Do you have a sponsor? Yes or no? Do you have a sponsee? Yes, Nikki. I've been here. I'm sponsoring. I and and the and the the allergy, the the obsession that I have to do so and so, such and such is not being lifted. Okay, well, it says on page 70, if sex, right? If sex is troublesome, if relationships, if people, if lust, if the obsession of anything around any sexual energy or any energy other than perfect peace and ease alone is driving you crazy, it says throw yourself harder into helping other people, and I'm. But Nikki, people are my problems. Go and help somebody. Go and volunteer. Give your sponsees tangible actions to take. Not just I've been sponsoring. I'm sponsoring Nikki. Okay. Well, are you at your community center? Did you go and get adopt a senior? Like you have to get out of self. It says throw. It doesn't say tiptoe. It doesn't say just gently. You know, um, think about. It says throw. That's an action, yourself harder into helping other people. See, it says right here, are you, it quiets, what quiets? Working for people, taking yourself out of yourself. It quiets the imperious urge, the obsession. Are you subjecting your relationships to the test on page 69? See, is this selfish or isn't it? You know, and it'd be, everyone's like, "Well, this is about sex," but you're Al-Anon mom, Al-Anon dad, grandpa. You're worrying about your children. That's a relationship. Are you throwing yourself harder into helping other people because you're not to worry about these things either? It says must not drift off. You know, and if but Nikki, we're talking about sex. It's not helpful. My my husband wants me to have sex every night, and blah blah blah. And well, are you asking? him in your morning meditation every day? Like, this is every day you have to do this. Are you, oh, Nikki, he goes to work in the morning. What about the afternoon? What about before dinner? Are you inviting? I was inviting, and you saw it if you came to Noodle, um, Justin, and I know you do, um, my boyfriend in Luxembourg, he's not in 12-step program. I invited him to pray at the end of Noodle you know, and he gets on, he doesn't know anything about Zoom. And he's like trying to have a conversation with 140 people. Hi, how are you? And he's waiting for answers back, eating my soul with, but it's so endearing and cute because he is there to serve me. And he's there to say a prayer with everybody in different languages. And then after it's intimate. And then after that brings us closer because we've brought God into it. Like, what is the language you're using just to share my experience, strength and hope? I'm like, we don't have enough sex. Well, he's like, we don't have sex. We make love. Are you are you using the proper terms and 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 because see, I live for I'm a child of God. I'm an intelligent agent spearhead of God's ever advancing creation. So am I having sex or am I getting intimate and performing his work well? This is really, this is deep. This we have to start thinking because it says. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. So I have to keep thinking about how am I showing up as a woman of God? Do I just have casual sex or am I making love to the person God wants me to make make love to? Is that, is that making, because I'm, I'm rambling, I'm touching on all kinds of things.
0: Yeah. So, so Nikki, I mean, like you said, at the beginning of this, we could talk on this for days and days and days on end. And, and, you know, you talked about, Hey, am I having sex or am I making love? And I think for people, well, people like me, for example, that's what brought me into, well, what I thought and, and defined as a pornography addiction, it brought me into the rooms of recovery, you know, 10 years ago. That's what brought me in because I was hopeless, I was dying, I was killing people around me, I was I was miserable, and I could not do anything about it. And I thought that's that was what my problem was, porn. But I don't want to go into that right now. I've got other things there that I want to touch on. What's the difference between sex and making love? Now, that's not the question for you, but that's a question right now that I want people to think about. If I cannot... If I cannot make a difference between that, I probably have a problem with sex now about sex, and I need to look at these things. I need to dive deep and ask God for the right ideal. You know, Nikki, I want to jump in real quick and just share a little of my own experience on this. Um, Like I mentioned, this is what brought me into the Rooms of Recovery 10 years ago was a disastrous sex life, disastrous way of seeing um, intimacy. In fact, the word intimacy to me does not it has not my whole life meant anything but sex that's the only thing intimacy meant it didn't mean any sort of connection it meant nothing um and for me i had to get radical now i'm not speaking for anybody else on this but i had to find a well i had to adopt a definition of of um of so- sobriety that was radical i mean an alcoholic their definition of sobriety is I cannot take any alcohol of any kind into my system, and for me, a definition of sobriety would be something like this: um, no form of sex with self, not pursuing actions of lust such as using pornography and having no form of sex with anyone other than the spouse. That's that's my current um, definition of sobriety, and it's radical for some for some people. Wait, I'm not married. What does that mean for me? I don't know. And I can't define that for you. But for me, that's what it means. And it's radical. Any any thoughts or feedback on that, Nikki?
1: Well, absolutely. It's a very personal relationship. Remember, we're here on page 29. That's what it says. We're not here to define intimacy. We're not here to stop you know, you have to stop drinking and stop using porn and all these, um, blotting out the consciousness of your existence with whatever you're doing it with. But we're here on page 29, which says we are describing in our own language from our own point of view, the way we established our relationship with God. And so you gave a definition of what your idea of establishing this relation and so it says right here are we are we asking god to mold our ideals see and we would have done that if you do a searching and fearless moral inventory a lot of people in their sex they think it's about a sex conduct what you did it doesn't say that it says moral inventory now your moral inventory is what how you show up in life what are your morals not that you go and do what you do your morals are that you're selfish you're self-centered you you um you aren't thinking of others you're unthinking you are filled with lust these are your morals not your actions we don't need to hear what your actions are right here. Are you asking God to help you live up to these things? You just defined your definition. Oh, but I, I, I did that, Nikki, when I did my inventory. I, oh, wait, this is every day. See, every day, I need to ask God to help me live up to them. To what? To my ideals, to my sane and sound Future sex life, love life, intimacy. We talked about intimacy, and I had a fellow who who, who taught me that intimacy is into you, I see me. You know, on our roundtable, where the three of us, you me and David, we're always saying we're Bill, we'll, we're Bill Wilson, we're all Bill Wilson. I'm you are your wife, your wife is you. I'm you, you're me. It's like deep down. In every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. This idea is there. We need to search fearlessly, do a searching and fearless moral inventory, because these sex powers—see, these are powers. That's what the book doesn't mince words. It says powers. I have a friend in here; she calls it superpowers that we get superpowers. And so, how are you? Are you defining? I love what you did. You gave it. A clear-cut definition because it says the consciousness of your belief. And I, I I was going to talk about this. I want to talk, I don't know if it's this episode or next episode, but we'll just talk about it right now, which is on page 158, where it says, but he had found God. And in finding God, you found fi- he found himself. So in finding these spiritual principles, in finding humility you will find your safe and sane, sound sex life. In finding being responsible, isn't that what God is? Being responsible, in being accountable, in being um, serving others, wanting nothing in return, in being forgiving. Because remember, our sex life, our Attic life is the only one we ever know. And you said a radically changed attitude. Well, that's what the book asks on page 117. We urge you to do our program. Nothing, not another counselor, not another resort, you know, going away to some private, you know, rehab, not even our big book is going to, a radically changed attitude that God, that being humble, I don't know what it looks like. I need to help define, I need help get it, get you, get people. You had help defining that. You asked for help. You had your sponsor, right, Justin? You didn't do this alone.
0: No, no. If I tried to do this on my own, it would have been a disaster. I needed my sponsor. I needed God. I needed a fellowship that uh, that uh, was on a similar uh, wavelength and pages me. Um, I love what um, this morning in the Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting, a fellow, and I can't remember who it was, said something like, in this, in this respect, she asked God to help her um, um, define these ideals, and she wrote those down. And then she referred to them as things came up. Does this go against this ideal that God gave me? Am, if By doing this, am I going to go against that ideal? And if so, I will not do that. I will make the choice not to do that if the ideal says no, you know, whatever it is, no one night stands or, you know, no, no, uh, whatever it may be. Um, I will not do that because that's what God told me my ideal should be. Thoughts or feedback on that, Nikki?
1: Well, absolutely, Justin, because I loved when they shared because they, they were basically saying, put it on paper. See, our book all over us. That's a step four, Nikki, uh, you know, or that's my step 10 at night. This is all the time. These are instructions for life. So it says in dealing with resentments, that's on page 65, in dealing with our sex life, in dealing with anything, we set it on paper. Why? Because it's more manageable on an eight by 10 piece of paper than in my mind that is the size of the entire well, globe Flat Earth I don't care what you believe in you know it's it's that big what are you gonna do you're gonna put it on paper again it says we review and we have to put it on paper it says we got it all down on paper and looked at it that's on page 69. we get it all on paper write it down and look at it so you can refer to it all the time. Because the consciousness of it, I did not care about the institution of marriage. I don't care that you have a husband. I don't care if I have a husband. But remember, we get reborn here. How about this, everybody? This is a big promise on page 13. Common sense thus becomes uncommon sense. See, it was common sense for me. I don't care what you do. I don't care about the institution of marriage. I do now. I care about it. I, that's uncommon sense to me. It's uncommon sense. Common sense is I'll sleep with anybody. I don't. I don't care. I don't need to be married. What are you talking about? That's for those people. Those religious people. I'm not one of them. No, 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 Nikki. You have been reborn. See, you simple but not easy. You paid a price. I smash the idea, page thirty, that I'm like anybody. See, these values aren't old fashioned. These are my morals now where exactly what you define, Justin. I am not going to sleep with anybody who doesn't have the intention of marrying me or being my husband, whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, I sat two and a half years in COVID. I, you know, I couldn't go see my boyfriend who lives in another country. That's a long time. He too, he's a young man. He could. He, he's 13 years younger than me. I'm like, go and meet some young European woman who can make a, he sat and waited. These God picked you, Nikki. He lives for God. God put us together. Only God can take us apart, is what he said. See, when I wrote down my ideals, guess what I wrote down, Justin? I want someone who loves God first and foremost. I didn't use, oh, it's got to be tall, handsome, green eyes, blue eyes, love, you know, love the same music I do. You know eats vegetables well you you name it, I had everything the size of the his nostrils, okay, I have it written down and but this time around when it said we ask God to mold our ideas, someone who puts God first, which is the spiritual principles, being responsible, accountable loving free, and this person does, and I didn't know it would come in this shape and size and and come in another country. that's not my ideal you know and and remember this is' I'll get, I'm gonna get rid of this one and get a new one. Are those your ideals or do we? work for it. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. Work for them. Are you working for these things, everybody? Or do you want it now? Now.
0: Yeah, holy cow. Uh, (laughs) May you find God now, right? That's the only thing that we need to do now is find God now. Uh, love that, Nikki. You know this. We we could and we probably will address this many times in the future because this is a big topic. As you mentioned earlier, that uh, Cameron says, "Hey, there's two big things: sex and food that are will undermine us and destroy us quicker than anything." and And I think that there's a lot of truth to that. At least in my own life, I I can absolutely testify to that. So we're going to wrap up this one here, Nikki. Thank you so much for your time and for for your wisdom there and for diving into the big book with us. If any of you out there have questions about this or anything else, um, please send an email to noodlewithnikki at gmail.com. Nikki is with two Ks. We'd be happy to get to those questions and answer them. You can also join the WhatsApp community, the Noodle with Nikki WhatsApp community or the Rico 12 WhatsApp community. I will have the links to those in the show notes of the podcast. Um, and to get a more interactive experience with Nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The information to that meeting is also in the show notes of this podcast. Guys, um, there is so much here, so many things that we can address in on the topic of sex. And we will do that uh, in future episodes also. But keep coming back, guys. It works when I work it. Let God mold your ideals. It is totally worth it.